Here we go. Um, this is Sir Elton John, and you're listening to Jonah Radio. If this is going to be that kind of party, I'm going to stick my dick in the mashed potatoes. Me and I hear just a little bit sweet, but I'll trip it out. Get off the cross, dude. Hang him up with your friends. Hey, welcome to another episode of Jonah Ray. Dio can't make it because he's counting ballots. He was the type of guy that wants to make sure everything's on the up and up legally. But Cash Hartzell is here. I don't. Uh, and Neil Mahoney is here. Hey. You know, remember, remember, when you clap, it cuts out your microphone. There's a lot of things you should be learning by now over the Zoom protocols. Just want to let you know that. When you, when Don't you cut tell or me yell, how to live my life. Oh, oh no. man. If oh, I could, I, it He's would be a fired up. long list. And our guest, returning guest, a uh, friend of the shoe, um, uh, has a new album out called Earth to Dora. It is a new album from Eels. Please, everybody, welcome E. Hey! Don't clap, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry about it. Oh, there. I'm glad, I'm glad you could happen. Be, I'm glad you could be bothered to join us this time. Oh, that's right. I, I I looked at the calendar and I couldn't even remember. Well, I mean, I don't remember much, but I couldn't remember why I missed the last one. Um. um Maybe we need a previously on on this episode. Yeah. It, it wasn't the time I broke my toilet, was it? No. No. No, that was a, that was a good excuse, though. Yeah. You know, when you, uh, the Mark, time? There was Mark, only one time? No. Mark, when you, when you think about someone breaking a toilet, you think like the seat, right? Not the yeah. tank that... <laughs> <laughs> not the tank behind the seat that just no, split maybe, apart somehow. Not wow. maybe the bowl. Yeah, no. Wow, what's um, the time for a diet? <laughs> <laughs> I take a lot, of, no a lot of a lot of bad blood between these two. It's gonna here's be a hell of a fight today. Here's the thing, Neil Neil doesn't have any a lot of friends, so he did a trust fall with his toilet and it didn't <laughs> go well. <laughs> Uh, um, e Mark, um, you have a you have a new album out. You released an album in the year of not being able to tour off of it, which is a shame because an uh, uh, Eels live show is something to behold. Um, and that's got to what does that feel like? Uh, just being able to put something out, but then have it just kind of be during this year. You know, there was some discussion that maybe we we shouldn't put an album out until we can also go on tour. But I just thought, you know, people still need music, and maybe now more than ever. Mm-hmm. And you know we have new music, so let's just put it out. And like, we're, when did you start working on this album? Like, was this before everything was locking down? Everything except for one song was done before lockdown. Yeah. Is it is it like a game? Can we guess which song it is? Is there <laughs> one that's like can't go outside anymore? Yeah, there's one that, that I to me is pretty obviously inspired by the pandemic. That was yeah. my that was it's, my you impersonation, by the way. When I said that, I, I thought I thought I was talking. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, and, that, and that's uh, that's your really um, uh, controversial anti-masker uh, song, right? <laughs> Isn't that what it is? You and Van Morrison working on your anti-masker tracks. 
How disappointing is it when a when a legend goes off the rails like that? Oh boy, it is he gnarly. Does, he's got a bit of a track record of being a kook. Well, it's Cash brought up a great point where it's like this is a dude that lives in Ireland during the Troubles and not once made a song about that. But once you try to put a piece of cloth on his face, yeah, that's a good three point. songs. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. Yeah, and he lived on a boat with L. Ron Hubbard for six months or something. Did, did he really? He was he was a Sea Org member. Yeah. Wow. Oh, boy. Well, you know, we're, we're going to be talking uh, with uh, Mark. Uh, we're going to get to the show. We, I do want to play you just just today. Uh, you released a video uh, for um, one of the tracks on your album uh, with the, and it's featuring uh, Mr. Jonathan Hamathan um, from uh, Mad Men. His friends call him Hambone. Hambone. Yeah. Hambone. That's because he does that knee slapping thing a bunch, right? Yeah. <laughs> Every time you hang out, he's just, oh, Jesus, Hambone. Uh, Put it but away. It's, it's for the track, Are We All Right Again? And uh, it's a, and this is a, this is a great album. This might be the first Deals album that has uh, an Instagram, li- uh, Instagram stories filter. So that's really fun. I'm pretty sure that's the first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, it's a, and it's a, do you want to, you want to set up the song? I mean, it's like your songs are just, I mean, it's, it, it is a great time for an Eels album because everything is pretty much a huge bummer right now. <laughs> well, that song is the one that uh, came about once the pandemic started. And it was done right in the, the short pocket when the pandemic hit, but pre-George Floyd. So, oh, wow. Um, um, when we're only focused on one thing. Well, it's, yeah, it only speaks of the pandemic situation. It was just kind of my daydream of like getting out of it and had i made the whole album after the pandemic and george floyd and all that followed that it would probably be a very different album maybe that's the next one there you go that's the uh but um this is an it's a great album it's uh Thanks. it's a uh, yeah you're still you're you're still swinging them and hitting them uh and uh, I, I i urge everybody to go and get the album but this is the song are we all right again from meals more mark meals when we return in some music news walking down the street or walking on the moon what's it matter out of my cocoon step into the sunshine and bees jamming a theme for the neighborhood That far Are we alright? 
Also check out Mystery Science Theater 3000 on Netflix. Oh, thank you so much, Britt. Uh, Britney Spears, everybody. And that was uh, uh, the new single from uh, Earth to Door, the new Eels album. Uh, the song is Are We All Right Again? There's a new video with John Ham, Hambone. Good old Hambone. He's a good and, guy. And Eric Edelstein. Oh, yeah. Eric is in there. Nice. Yeah. Eric from Green Room, one of the best uh, punk rock movies of all time. He also, also appeared on our uh, Grateful Dead episode. Mm-hmm. He was in the TV show Love that I was in. That's oh. right. You were in love with our friend Along Chantel. With, and yeah, and Mitch Mitchell, who's also in the video. That's uh, the drummer. Oh, I mean, yeah. Mike, 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 Mike Mitchell. Mitchell. Oh, yeah, okay. Mike Mitchell, who's also yeah. in uh, Chaz Duffy. Him, they call him Mitch. They call him Mitch yeah. from the Birthday Boys and Doughboys. And, and, and most, most unfamously, Hidden America with Jonah Ray. Uh, <laughs> but um, so. Uh, so I got to ask you, e, what's it like to live the dream of playing your new music for four guys staring at your at their screens at, back Wait, at you? This has got to be like does the this guy dream. count? <laughs> yeah, it's, does he count? Does himself count? I'm really missing touring right now. <laughs> <laughs> Where all these We're assholes dark. would be in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right, I'll play. You, yeah, yeah, you'll do it. Uh, oh shoot, Neil, I'm trying to download that thing, and it's uh. Why can't you play MP4s? It's a no. You didn't send me an MP4. You sent me an M4A, and now this is a another thing. Yeah. You know, Neil. Mm-hmm. Yes, it really is. Hey, you know what? There's more fascinating things to do and talk about, <laughs> and that is a segment that Cash says music news. That's right. Ian, it's time for music news. You remember this? You were a part of this. You've been here for this. Yeah. This is when we talk about the world of music. And everything that involves that shit. Uh, 
Okay, so as we know, a lot of political strife in the world today. Uh, and uh, uh, the right still thinks they have carte blanche when it comes to uh, 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 music. Um, they seem to never really listen to the lyrics. And as a guy that, like, you know, sometimes has hey, Mark. a... Mark, it's Chantal, your TV wife. And hey. I just wanted to let you know, I think that you're totally off the ball. I don't know if that's a term. Regarding Neil, Neil Mahoney is a class act, a stand-up guy, and deserves all the love and appreciation in the world. And I think you're giving him a runaround and a hard time. And I think you should really rein it in. That's Ugh. just my opinion. That's it. I want a, well, I want a TV divorce. <laughs> <laughs> I think Netflix already decided on that. <laughs> just, just another season of love called No. <laughs> um, wow, that's a... That's uh, the first time we'd have a, we'd had a, a caller caller. Yeah, that yeah. yeah, with no uh, ringtone. Yeah, it, it makes me think that New Zealand Air is really affecting her because she is she is off the mark on that. Uh, if I had a choice between Mark and uh, and Neil, I would go with Mark. Well, I've known that for years. Yeah, that's true. Um, but here's the thing: uh, recently at a uh, Trump rally, when everyone was still you know like voting day, uh, there was a, a couple of people. Uh, one guy was waving a Trump flag. And the other lady had a blue uh, Lives Matter uh, American flag draped around. Oh, and if you were to think about what song they were singing, um, you know, what, what would you think? What's a song that, like, they would kind of rally around? Mm. Uh, what's, it? what's that uh, Lee Greenwald song? Um, God Bless the USA. That's <laughs> Lee, Lee Greenwald's a guy I made up. Um, Greenwood, I think, is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm an Okie from Muskogee. Um, uh, maybe, or, um, born in the USA, born in the USA. That's a pretty good one. Um, where they miss the point. Yeah. Yeah, of course. But yeah, that's the expected miss the point. But yeah, um, I think I know what's coming and uh, whoa boy, big swing yeah. and a miss. Air ball. <laughs> yes. Uh, well it was, um, it was the song, uh, from rage against the machine and it's them. Um, Basically, just uh, singing. Here we go. And once it starts playing, it's real funny. But my computer is overloading because this fucking thing sucks. Well, I love that it's the official Rage Against the Machine account. Um, yes. That did this. It was. Yeah. Well, killing much... in the name of. It's yeah. like, which is uh, like, a it's like straight up an anti cop song. <laughs> and, and it's just two people yeah. going, like, fuck you, I won't do what you tell me um waving a trump flag and a blue lives matter flag which i think is very very fun is that the one that has the lyric that's like some of those who burn crosses also are the same as that are enforcers yeah yes yeah. some of those of those that owned folks yeah, yeah. no not 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 great uh guys not good uh but like also uh it's uh here's a, here's another uh fun thing that happened um well, I, uh, if if I may, can I yes. take this back to Mark? Mark, have you ever had to deal with that with somebody getting trying to use your song and um, completely getting it wrong? Like, do you have to sue dentists every once in a while for Novocaine for the Soul or something <laughs> like that? <laughs> no, I haven't been lucky enough to uh, have that kind of uh, misguided exposure that I. Can <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it's really just mailbox money. It's you know. Well, he's been in a. He's got some of that Shrek money. Maybe not as much as uh, you know, uh, Smash Mouth. But you got some of that Shrek money. 
Nobody well, has as much Shrek money as Smash Mouth. <laughs> Mark, Mark, you write beautiful, heartfelt songs, and I am sorry that nobody is taking them wrong and making them about like uh, angina <laughs> yeah. or anything like that. You, I, yeah. uh, we'll see what we can do about doing that. It's yeah. frustrating. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, another thing that happened was I'm not sure if you guys saw uh, saw this, but it's uh, a guy wearing a shirt. Uh, said barbecue beer and something else I can't remember, but uh, freedom I think free barbecue beer and freedom. Uh, he got really upset uh, when there was a the miscounts, and so uh, here's just a quick uh, yeah, like hold on, you gotta. I don't know what's up with all my is Mercury in retrograde? Is that is that what's that going on, guys? Let me look. That's how the world works. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, it's foggy so, here. I can't really tell. All right, so. Can you hear this? You don't hear that? Yeah, we do hear that. Yeah, I hear it. Okay, great. So this guy came out and does, does this. Family stealing the election. The media's covering it up. The Biden crime family stealing this election. The media's covering it up. And, uh, of course, leave it to the internet to take that and turn it into uh, the best fucking hardcore song I've heard in years. <laughs> Here's a little taste of that. Solid. It really captured him. It really did a good job. Really, really good job. The, this the, that's what I love about the uh, the Trump voters is they're really DIY. I'm sure that guy went by and like <laughs> added a couple of verses after this was all over. Yeah, <laughs> like I didn't get to this stuff. Can I, I come like by the, the garage? Like, the like kid dynamite length of that hardcore. Song. <laughs> Very classic. Yeah. D, uh, DRI length. Yeah. Thirty six seconds. Um, here's the thing I enjoy about Eels is that you don't you don't overstay your welcome with any song. You you write. You, you like rarely have a song like over uh, three and a half, four minutes. Yeah, when I was younger, I my songs were longer, and I started to study and pay attention to how to trim the fat, and just because that's the kind of writing I like in in any kind of writing. Is I, I like succinct, get to the point, and you know I don't want to waste anyone's time. Yeah, I mean. Tom Petty, I thought, was the best at that, of just kind of yeah. coming yeah. in with an idea and then getting out. Yep. Yeah. That's something I, I kind of learned about yesterday when I watched the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductions. Uh, I forget the guy's name. He was a writer for, like, Rolling Stone and Crawdaddy and stuff, and then he became, the, like, Bruce Springsteen's manager because he loved them so much and wrote all these glow glowing reviews. Oh, John Landau. Yeah, and, yeah, John Landau. And, uh, and so and Bruce was just saying, like, he just came in and told me to take stuff out. <laughs> yeah. That, that was his that's, contribution. Was like, yeah, that's, a, that's a valuable thing for sure. Yeah. And it's, uh, when did you, when was that shift for you? Oh, uh, probably in my early 20s. Yeah. Just less like, what do you think it was? Uh, did you feel like it was indulgent or was it more of just, it's like, because I think Metallica did a very similar thing when they when they made the Black album. The idea was to do songs that could actually get on the radio. Uh, 
I, you know, I don't really remember what prompted it. it I just, um, I think I just wanted more time in my life. Uh, you know, when you're, when you're working on songs that are too long and you're playing them back and you got to sit there for five or six minutes. It's just like, <laughs> it all, it, it all adds up, Mark. It all yeah. adds up. Yeah. Yeah. You take a minute out of five songs. You, yeah. You get five minutes. I yeah. have so much free time as a result now. <laughs> oh, Mark, you're the most relatable singer songwriter I've ever met in my life. <laughs> Well, that's an honor. A real Thank every you. man. Yeah. Thank you, Kevin. Yeah, real real every man. Is like I don't want to. I don't want to do that for that long. Okay, I'm not going to. Uh, so this is a thing. I think this might be a, a, a signifier of how bad the music industry uh, might be getting. Where uh, Beyonce is teaming up with Peloton to offer a new workout series. Oh. Now, do you think that's a choice, like that she's making because she does? think about fitness and wants to help people on their fitness journeys and inspire or is Beyonce worried about income right now as well? Like every other musician I know. Why isn't anyone asking me to endorse exercise equipment? <laughs> what would, what would it be? What, what's this? I'm trying to think of like, what would it just a single dumbbell in a yeah. sad garage? <laughs> yes. I was just going to say dumbbells. Like yeah. a, kettle, yeah. a kettlebell. Oh, I was going to suggest. Just like a tetherball for one workout tape or something like that. I think that would be real good. I think you could do that. Would it be a like, broomstick and two buckets full of cement? Is that yeah, the easy? Yeah. <laughs> real prison workout. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, I don't know. I I think it. I I'm sure it has to do with the fact that um, that it's like literally all people can do these days instead of playing shows is have meetings and so she's just been having a bunch of meetings and and was like yeah i can do this one i don't have to go outside for this she's also probably got a lot of overhead yeah that's true e, did you have you do you have the kind of uh road crew that uh like counted on eels tours to happen f frequently no. enough to like you nobody, never had that team nobody counts on eels tours because you know we're not a big enough act for that and you know I'm, my i'm constantly uh falling in love with my road crews that then get stolen from by a bigger act so yeah probably, it's know. uh but you seem to be able to keep around uh your like at least like you know you're close enough like your, your musicians like uh, you seem to you have uh, pretty much a consistent road crew that way though right uh the band guys have been pretty consistent lately yeah yeah um with this uh and i know we talked about it last time but like you know i love that the fact that an eel show is you never know which one you're gonna which kind of eel show you're gonna get when you go see you live yeah and, which is uh you know it's a kind of a dumb way to go about it because you know i don't remember if we talked about this last time but yeah, like if you go to a James Taylor concert, you're you know what you're gonna get. Yeah, laid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> among other things, yeah. <laughs> you're gonna get you know the. It's gonna sound like the James Taylor record. Yeah, yeah. And if you like a certain Eels record, and you go to the Eels concert, it might not have anything to do with that. And I just feel like very fortunate that over the years of doing a lot of that, enough people have stuck with it through all the changes to keep it going you mm -hmm. know but each time we do that you lose some of the audience and and then we've been lucky enough to also gain some new audience
Well, it's so uh, it sort of evens out. Yeah, because you've done two live uh, releases, I believe. There's Eels with Strings, and then there's the uh, the one uh, in England, I believe. I no, we have out. a lot. We have a lot of live albums. We yeah, have like seven or eight live albums. Well, you, yeah, you. So you've done that well in that like. Now it won't be a complete surprise to people walk in. They'll be like, oh, this is from this live album as opposed to that live album. Or, um, I mean, you've done a good job of prepping people that way by releasing that stuff, which is good. I mean, we, you know, we have had a lot of late nights on the tour bus getting excited about, you know, ideas for the next tour. You know, there was one night when we were, we were all seriously amped up over the idea of the Eels Jazz Tour. <laughs> and, and then and then the next morning i wake up and i just go um that's maybe putting the audience through a little too much but yeah that said right now it sounds kind of good to me yeah, yeah. Any, tour, any tour would be good yeah, so. yeah. um so i our enemy just uh, uh had a interview with uh paul mccartney recently and um one of the things he says is uh sometimes i wish i was a bit more like bob dylan he's legendary and doesn't give a shit which makes me feel real bad that Paul McCartney is Paul McCartney. And he's still yeah. just being like, man, that guy's so cool. He doesn't give a shit. Like, oh, no, Paul, are you okay? Yeah, it's nice that, that he's so vulnerable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I admire that. It's, uh, it's you know, it, it's funny when you think about, it's always that, I think it's like a Bob Marley line where it's like, you know, like they're all, it's like he had some quote, I can't remember it exactly, but just like a, you can have all the money in the world and almost in an instant someone will have more money than you yeah. and it's like it's like you could be paul mccartney but you're still kind of looking at guys from before and going ah never yeah. nailed it like never nailed it like dylan did i mean that's one of the things that makes him so human is i think he's largely driven by his insecurities yeah you think that's what people connected with him a lot i don't know i mean it, probably his his best songs or you know tap into that maybe in some way yeah I, I do love, I, like I was, I, I'm, it's hard to pick. I was never able to pick between Lennon or McCartney. Were you able to do that? Did you have, did you have a favorite? Yeah, yeah. it's John for sure. Yeah. But you know, there's no bad beetle. No. <laughs> so what about that one that murdered? That was a bad beetle. That was the, was it? Well, uh, Pete, Pete Best. Pete, Pete Worst. He was the murderer of the group. You know, did I he murder great... someone? I have great admiration for Pete Best. You know, he put uh, like in 1965 or so at the height of Beatlemania, he put out, he put out an album legally titled Best of the Beatles. <laughs> oh, shit. And I have a copy. Really? Oh, cool. Yeah. It's not a great album, but it's a great <laughs> title. Yeah. <laughs> That's really great. Is it his original stuff? It's like his band. And I don't, okay. really, I don't think it's even him singing, probably. But he's playing drums. No, oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, he also recently wished uh, Ringo Starr a happy birthday. So that was that nice was, to see I that. I saw that. What a class act. That's a very class act, yeah. yeah. Um, Did he ask for his ring back? <laughs> uh, recently, uh, in an interview, um, uh, Geezer Butler from Black Sabbath uh, said he heard uh, Cardi B's WAP. The wet ass pussy song um and he says uh it's disgusting um it's a bit much he's like to put it on an album fair enough but to put it out as a single that's a bit much then again i'm 71 i'm a bloody old goat yeah and your name is geezer <laughs> <laughs> he's been waiting for this moment yeah i'm a big fan of wap i love that song i think it's amazing 
It's really fucking catchy. It's a I'm really, not, really great song. I'm not going to be able to be on the geezer side on this one. No. Yeah, and it seems like he, he and he he even calls himself out of it. It's like he says uh, that's really about the fact that whatever new music comes out, it's viewed as the devil's music. I remember when Elvis came out, everybody said he was Satan, and then the '60s and '70s, he became America's national treasure. And it happens every new wave of music, like metal. Obviously, Christians were going mental when Sabbath came out, and then when rap came out, people were up in arms about the certain words they were using. Uh, but I have to say though, Cardi B pisses me off with that WAP song. It's disgusting, but there you go. It's just mm. you know. Uh, in the you know it's just a sir mix a lot for the front that's all it is do you do you um you ever think about putting out another rap album did i ever put out a rap album <laughs> that's another tour we probably got excited about on the bus <laughs> and the, the next morning we realized that we are not the right people to pull that off we need to get you a four track for those bus rides though just just for the night i just want to hear like the jam session that comes up with this stuff there's no jamming on the bus we're all jammed out at that point Uh, yeah um but you could do some you know rap covers uh you know because it could go as well as say recently when billy ray cyrus did mama said knock you out all right we get it Oh, yeah, it's oh, no good. That is Spent brutal. too much time with little Nas X. Oh, man. Oh, the corny telephone filter, too. Yeah, that's no good. That is no good. Um, there is some, but but to, to go back to the last story about it, 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 it's literally like Billy Ray Cyrus and Mama Said Knock You Out were probably on the charts at the same time. Um, or around the same time in the in the late 80s, early 90s, and you literally have they couldn't have been more disparate at that point, and now it's one covering the other. Like it's just, it's literally an example of what Geezer was talking about, where it's just like, yeah, it's just the 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 new is scary until it's old and familiar. He didn't say that. <laughs> yeah, but, but there's I'm nothing like, new about it though. It's just like co-opting and fucking yeah. you know, going to the bank. But isn't at this point, Mama Sanaki, isn't that just American canon? Isn't that just an American standard? <laughs> I guess so. I, 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 would, I never would have thought of an LL Cool J as like a standard the way that like um, take the A train or something like that would be. But I guess at this point, when did, when did it come out? Like that 88, 89, 90? We'll say 90. So that's 30 years. 30 years ago? Shit. Yeah, I guess so. I guess it uh, depends. Could you take like a eighteen-year-old and say, "Do you know what Mama Mama said? Knock you out." I'm not sure how that well well that would work, but um, Mama said to do what now, and then you would you would get the question. It would be like a multi multiple. What multiple. are you What are you saying right now? Not sure. <laughs> not sure. Are we still on the air? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> um. Mark, uh, is your kid is your kid uh, uh, responding to music that you play around the house? Is there a, is a is he at a point where he's just uh, getting into stuff or? Yeah, there was a, a pretty heartwarming moment when um, at bedtime I was reading him a Peppa Pig book, and uh, it was the one where Daddy Pig takes the kids to his office to show him his work, and he said, "Will you show me your work?" Oh, so, so you know we live in my studio, so 
then, but you know, I, I try to, a lot of the live performance area has become uh, his playroom, but you know, I have some stuff hidden from him, like the drums are behind gobos. Cause you know, I don't want to listen to him banging on the drums all day. <laughs> yet. I know that's coming. He's going to discover them. Yeah, and, exactly. Any kid that's like, this makes yeah. the loudest noise. I, yeah. I'm going to hit this now. And the control room with all the really breakable equipment is up in the attic. So the next morning I took him up into the attic and, you know, tried to explain in three-year-old terms what we do up there. And then I took him down to the ISO booth and showed him how I plug in a guitar and how I sing on the microphone. And then he said, now I'm going to show you my work. And he formed, he quickly formed a little band with his toy guitar and his three favorite stuffed animals and, and the toy piano and, and a toy microphone. And they played jingle bell rock for me so that was pretty great that's, that's really awesome. sweet yeah did you ever uh did you ever think like did you did you have ideas like as a musician did you ever think you would have the ability to have a kid and have like a like a relationship and you know have the time and energy to have a child was that something you no, thought about no i never thought it was in the cards and so you know thank god for accidents yes because it is you know it's been great you know Although, yeah, for, yeah, for yeah, I've been, I've been similar, trying yeah. to explain to him that I'm in a band and, and you know, he just doesn't care, of course. And <laughs> the other day he surprised me by saying, um, remember when I went to see the Eels and I thought he was talking about one of the times that he came to visit one of our rehearsals. Mm -hmm. And um, as he kept talking about it, then I realized he was talking about when his mom took him to the aquarium. Okay. <laughs> I, saw, I saw that coming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you think if he uh, responds to music, would you ever play with him in a, in a kind of a Tweety situation where Jeff uh, Tweety I mean, plays with the sun? Yeah, that would be the best. I, I would love that. But, you know, with my luck, he'll become a physicist instead of a musician. So. Which <laughs> actually, so, that's actually good luck, dude. So the, so the physicists yeah, skip a generation in <laughs> the Everett family? That's what I'm thinking is possible. And so, you know, that would be good luck. Him, yeah. yeah maybe just gets into math rock does both yeah oh yeah that's both. possible yeah. Um, battles yeah uh recently uh uh moonlight director barry jenkins um was wondering what it would be like if wilco uh came uh was born and raised in houston and what would yankee hotel foxtrot sound like and so uh barry jenkins um with the chop stars made yankee purple foxtrot uh, which is a, a cover album where they just kind of, let's see if we can play some of this. If it mm. goes. You know what? I put it on the other morning. I didn't mind it. It was, you know, it was. It was pretty awesome. It was. I I liked it just because it was. It felt like uh, I've never done heroin, but I would feel like if I heard the original Yankee Hotel Foxtrot on heroin, that's what it would sound like. Or or a lot of cough syrup. I think. Yeah, I think yeah. you're, that's that's a balance that's between both. Yeah, that's more of the the Houston vibe. Yeah. yeah. No. That's. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, that was uh, Yankee Purple Fox. They do the whole album. 
That's incredible. Play heavy metal drummer. I want to hear what it sounds like. Heavy metal drummer? Yeah. Shout to the not stop to. Because like purple was going for that cop syrup. Shout to Mark, I don't know how to say this, but I think they made an eel song. She fell in love with the drummer. <laughs> oh, that's fun. It's not so bad. No. I got I to give that another tour. Thank <laughs> you, Barry Jenkins. Yeah, Barry Jenkins from Moonlight. Um, Everyone's got entirely too much time on their hands. <laughs> <laughs> um, Recently, uh, the Daily Beast did a, uh, a big uh, expose with the title, Why Are So Many Grateful Dead Fans Being Murdered? Great question. For true? decades, for decades an alarming number of cold case disappearances and killings have shared one common link. The victims were deadheads. And there's a new podcast called Dead and Gone, and they're investigating it. Uh, I haven't checked out the podcast yet because I just found out about this. But uh, it's in 1995. A man's body was found on the side of a highway by a Grateful Dead concert in Atlanta. His identity is still unknown. In 2008, a woman's body was discovered by a fisherman underneath a box spring in Sacramento. Her cause of death and identity still unknown. The one marker, she was wearing a Grateful Dead jacket. And well, it, there's a huge list of these. It keeps wow. going. Uh, two men tell, were found dead in a... Well, the telltale sign was... They found them wrapped in a Grateful Dead body bag. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys will merch anything. Just a gig case. Um, when you think it's a, two men were found dead in a ghastly Volkswagen van crash in '95, but only one of the men could be identified. The only clues who the second person was: two Grateful Dead tickets in his pocket. Man, somebody's out there stealing faces. Is that a Grateful yeah, Dead reference? A, that's a reference. Yeah. No, okay. A, yeah. Slang or something. So, are you worried, Cash? You have a couple Grateful Dead shirts. I do have. I do have one or two. Yeah. No. I. Uh, and you're in Santa Cruz now, which you know maybe the. Uh, maybe I feel this like is... there's. I feel like there's easier pickings uh, around me. Like as long mm -hmm. as you know, as long as I don't overshare, there's there's definitely like they're gonna get some guys with dreadlocks before they get me. It should be fine. <laughs> Do you think the Zodiac Killer like switched over uh, to just start doing deadhead stuff? Ah, uh, nobody's yeah, gonna miss just, these yeah, he people. Could, he, he couldn't take it anymore, like being in the thick of hate Ashbury. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I get it. You know, I, I thought that maybe, you know, maybe switch to fish fans as as time goes on. Mm -hmm. That would be a little easier, a little widespread panic. Let me, let me sign up for this culture of drifters. And see <laughs> It, it, uh, it does feel like that. It does feel like, well, like nobody's going to miss carnival. these people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, we are uh, going to take a break with a song. Uh, and then when we come back, we have more, uh, more Mark from Eels. Just, uh, are you having a good time, Mark? I'm having the best time since the last time we did this. That sounds great. <laughs> uh, here is a band called Mourn. Uh, this is a song called Stay There. I fucking love this band. I just found out about them. Uh, when we have uh, come back, more radio for you. 
Hey everybody, Cash here for Me Undies. Me Undies believes that your comfort is about more than what's touching your skin. It's about feeling comfortable in your skin. You're a total badass, and what you should wear is only accentuate that fat. Me Undies truly believes in empowering self-expression. Their pledge for 2020 and beyond is called Me Undies Gives, an initiative that supports those who have systematic barriers to their self-expression. By shopping Me Undies, you support causes such as LBGTQ plus communities, mental health and well-being, and women's rights. Well, folks. What underwear are you wearing at this very moment? Does it feel like you're sitting in a heaven cloud? No. Should you reconsider? How much more fun would you be having right now if your undies were covered in pandas or sushi rolls? Don't you think you'd feel a little bit more like you? Here to talk about feeling like you or just feeling you is Me Undies customer Neil Mahoney. That's me. Yeah. Ne Neil, welcome stuff. to the ad read. Now, oh, thanks uh, very much. Me Undies offers classic colors to ridiculous prints. Now, you're more of a classic color sort of guy. You were telling us last time your approach to Me Undies. What did you do when you decided to get into Me Undies? Well, as I did this morning, as I returned home from uh, two weeks abroad, I cleaned house. And what I did with Me Undies was I cleaned house. I got rid of all my underwear and I bought 12 pairs of black on black Me Undies. This is before our sponsorship or anything like I knew I knew this was good stuff so I got black on black on black on black and uh yeah you can never tell when they're dirty which is great and uh you know uh it's a pretty sleek look for a guy with a you know questionable well, body I, I I like the idea of just you opening up your underwear drawers and it's militaristic it's almost like the uh, North Korean army, where it's just black on black on black, just, I'm sure, oh, regimented yeah. in rows. It's, um, it's yeah, pretty I great. Roll, I, the, the key is you got to roll them. You can't fold them. You roll them so that the elastic band doesn't get stretched. So you roll them, and then it's like tubes in the drawer. And it's like, a, you know, a daily dosage of MeUndies. That's, that's pretty cool. Well, you know, MeUndies are available in a range of sizes from extra small to 4XL. So you could... Uh, you could go extra small on the left to 4XL on the right, and just depending on how you ate and drank last night, you got your own pick. Yeah, well, I need 3XL because I have huge holes. <laughs> MeUndies membership. MeUndies believes you and your butt deserve comfort inside and out, which is why they created the MeUndies membership. It's really just a great way to love on yourself. Each month, replenish your basics with styles that are anything but basic styles to let you be the truest version of yourself right down to your core. Get that Neil right down to your core. You, yeah. get in, you get discounted pricing, controlled shipping and exclusive early access. Love your butt and get the membership. Well, MeUndies has a great offer for the Jonah radio listeners. Any first time purchasers, you get 15% off and free shipping. MeUndies also has their problem-free philosophy. If you're not satisfied with any product, whether it be the black undies that Neil gets or the onesies that I get, for any reason, they'll refund or exchange it. No caveats, no questions. To get your first 15% off your first order and free shipping, go to MeUndies.com slash Jonah. Neil, what's that? Uh, MeUndies.com slash J-O-N-A-H. Yes, with an H. If you just do the A, you'll get uh, John A's podcast deal, which may or may not be the same. Um, thank you so much for joining us, Neil. Um, I don't think oh, we re you. referenced any um, – oh, wait, nope, North Korea came up. So we're getting better at this. We're learning not to bring people down when they listen to MeUndies, but uh, it's taken us a while. Well, 
once again, you can go to meundies.com slash Shona and get your 15% off plus free shipping. Uh, now, back to the show. Back to the show. Thank you for that. Uh, there was an ad, and then, then there was a Mourn with the song Stay There. Real spastic, awesome uh, new punk rock stuff. I love it a lot. Uh, check them out. Um, so uh, we, are, uh, we are wrapping it up here with, uh, with our friend Mark. Mark, uh, this, to me, wasn't as good as a time than the last time you were on, and there's only really one big difference between those two times. What's that, Jonah? I guess it's this, the Neil factor. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. no. He's got a knife. Put your knife away. Um, I, you know, because, uh, Neil, you, you would have loved it. Mark was just so fun and had a really good time. And then uh, now that you're here, it's just a bit different. Yeah. Everything seems a little off this time. Oh. It's just like you. I remember before it was like the three amigos. Yeah. yeah no, exactly. You know, I've said exactly. five sentences in the last hour. How am I affecting anything? 
Neil, uh, I don't the, think you know a lot about auras and presence. Uh, no fourth guy in the Three Musketeers. Okay. Dark, yes. Off balance. Derp Tanyan. No. no, yeah, um, they just make right. the candy bar taste different. Um, but uh, the 11th time. But uh, uh, Mark, you got to get going because you have something uh, you have to get to. Correct? You said 11 o'clock was your. Uh... Yeah, I got to get on that duty. Yeah, daddy duty. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, wonderful new album, Earth to Dora. Uh, you know, do you? So I. I urge people to buy it more so than uh, steal do they still it, do right? Do, do people, people still... buy stuff? I don't know. If you go to a, 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 a store that sells records, you can bundle money around a rock and throw it at them, and then they'll <laughs> throw something back, and maybe you'll get the, the new Eels album. Well, that's how it works now. Yeah, it's sort <laughs> of like a vending machine. It's like a claw arm, but uh, for rocks. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, Glad we could go out on the big one there. Yeah, we, <laughs> for a second I was like, "Is Mark like just like stonewalling Cash's bit, or is his, or did he freeze? Did his uh, Zoom <laughs> a little A, a little B? Yeah, um, it, was, it was purely a technical glitch." <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Mark. Uh, well, thank you so much for joining us. Um, uh, for you can me. you can press leave at any time, and we will wrap up the show just so you can go and uh, tend to your fatherly duties. I already left. All right. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. And Mark Everett from the Eels. Thanks, guys. Oh, see ya. Let's do this okay. again. We okay. should. We shall. We shall. Hopefully. Uh, I, I can't hit leave. I don't want to I don't want to see you guys go yet. Kick him out. Kick him the fuck out, Cash. I, Kick him I, the fuck. I, get him the I, fuck out of here. I don't know how to do Get that. him the fuck out of here, Cash. Maybe it's You're the host more, of the thing. Make it go so he go. Uh, make host? Is that what we want? No, you don't want to make him the host. Then he'll uh, have all the power. Don't all do the it, power. Man. Don't do it, Cash. Do it, Cash. Oh, it's, I trust okay. I expect this from Neil, but not you. <laughs> oh, okay. Good point. I don't think I can do it now. Bye, Mark. <laughs> Did you just call him Mike? <laughs> oh, man. You blew it. I didn't call him Mike. I said Mark. Yeah, you no, yeah, you, you said, said Mike. Yeah, see you, Mike. <laughs> I meant Mark. Mark, if you're listening to this, and I don't know why you would be, um, I did not did not call you Mike. <laughs> um, yeah, that was that, that was a blast. Um, the, the new album is really good. Um, yeah. Do you guys want to go through This Day in Music real quick before we... Uh, yeah. Before, yeah. Let's, yeah. Let's do it. We, yeah, let's do it. A little... You want to do a little... Um, what do you want to? What do you want to call it, Cash? What it's called? Uh, this musical day in history. Oh. I'm here to help you with your history report. You guys are gonna go back in time. Yes, wait. Oh, buddy, boys. Uh, here we go. Um, uh, born on this day. November thirteenth. Um, uh, let's see here. Uh, this thing just fucking. Oh, Paul Cowsill from the Cowsills. Oh, born on this day in nineteen fifty two. I didn't. Andy I, Partridge, singer songwriter, guitarist from XTC, born on this day in nineteen fifty three. Ooh, they got that uh, "Dear God" on uh, the playlist at work, and every time it comes on, I think, "Who made this goddamn playlist?" Uh, I don't want to hear a uh, child singing right now. Uh, Dear God, sorry to disturb you, but I'm making plans for Nigel. That's how it goes, right? Yeah, yeah. Making plans for Nigel is a good yeah. work song, though. On yeah. this day, 
On this day in 1957, Buddy Holly released Peggy Sue, and on the other side, the ba- the B side, every day. Really? Wow. Yeah. yeah those on this are day in 1957, that that was a single. That was one single. And you know the the drum sound in uh, Every Day? That's his. That's him on his lap. Every day, it's again closer. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, so he's doing a little ham bone, but he he, unlike John Ham, probably didn't use his dick to do it. That's good. <laughs> I didn't I didn't say that earlier because yeah. Mark knows him. Um, in 1965, on this day, November 13th, the Velvet Underground uh, made its performance debut at a high school dance in Summit, New Jersey. What a bummer of a dance. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it must have just been covers by that point, right? Uh, uh, no, I, I just uh, picture like a Marty McFly intro. Like, you may not get this, but your kids are going to love it. And then they just go into heroin. Jesus <laughs> Like literally going to heroin. Yeah. <laughs> the song and the drug. Um, bassist Barry Oakley on this day in 1972 from the Allman Brothers Band uh, was killed in a motorcycle accident. Uh, really? He yeah. D- How many people in the Allman Brothers Band died in motorcycle accidents? <laughs> I can think of at least two. One of them being an Allman Brother. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, after 18 years and several name changes, Jefferson Blank... Uh, scored its first number one hit, Jefferson Starship. Oh, okay. They never had a number one hit as Jefferson Airplane and so on and so forth. Wow. Uh, Had to go to the next level. We built this city? We built this city on rock and roll. That was the Starship. Can't go wrong with a rock and roll song about rock and roll. (laughs) That'll be the next game. Everyone submit us uh, your favorite songs about rock, rock and roll songs about rock and roll. Yeah, it's the Ouroboros test. (laughs) what's your favorite genre of music earl burroughs (laughs) um what's your favorite meal tail uh let's see here and then uh uh van morrison is ordered in london's high court uh to pay forty thousand pounds and damages to a hotel owner over the cancellation of a scheduled gig a hotel well he's still doing damage yeah yeah that's true. Um, but uh, yeah, those are that's what happened on this day in music. Um, and that is uh, it for our show. Um, that was a that was a good time. Did you guys have a good time? I had a, had a great, great time. time. Yeah. Good to see Mark. Yeah. He fit right in. Yeah. Um, Glad where he was... normally goes. <laughs> well, Special appearance know. by Chantel. Oh, we do want to uh, give uh, shout outs, though, to... Uh, one of our uh, one of our favorite listeners, uh, one one of the the guys has been listening to us for a long time, uh, Ether John uh, on uh, Instagram or uh, Twitter as uh, Herbal Her- Soak Token. Herbal Soak Token. Uh, he recently uh, had uh, some kind of a bad medical event, and um, he gave us a really nice uh, uh, little message about uh, listening to us, and we want to say uh, everyone send good vibes, give him a follow um you know uh we really write, we hope don't yeah. write to him too much because he he told us that he's not supposed to look at screens for very long in his recovery oh okay, so. sorry so let's let's give out his physical address everyone write him a letter uh but yeah either john very funny very funny uh follow very um he's uh i mean I, he's been very helpful actually a few times with technical stuff he's a recording engineer i think this accident yeah. happened at work so uh, so he's going to be okay, or is <laughs> somebody's going to pay for it as opposed yeah. to um, having to rely on his own? But yeah, um, yeah. he was like a he was like a more surly Dan Angler when it came to the <laughs> when it came to the fans listening. Not like you know, 
the our original helper was Bill Tackett, uh, who I think I overwhelmed with requests of sound drops. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, he's like, listen, man, I just kind of do this for fun. Um, <laughs> we tend to burn out our <laughs> our fans. Well, one thing one thing I will say for John, he is so engaged in the show that he but he will also catch up occasionally. So we will get off the cuff responses from him three months after we we finished an episode and it it's it's a very confusing thing because you're like i don't know what i was talking about then yeah but it yeah. is a good feeling because he's like he's interested in our conversation and it, he, he he made the point he's like you know i feel like you guys are uh, we're really i'm really close to you guys because i listen to you and want to say thank you to all of our listeners just like john who who do listen to us and do feel close to us it is amazing how much you guys know us um sometimes for good sometimes it feels a little weird but we do appreciate the community and when something bad like this does happen it it does feel good to know that we're um we're 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 still friends we still talk to each other and 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 um that um you know uh he feels close uh because we do feel close to him we feel close to all the people that listen to us uh babble at each other like idiots um the, for me personally, this is a uh, place where I get to hang out with my friends, even more so these days. But it's a place to get. Yeah. And when you're part of friends hanging out, it feels like you're really, really close. And we just want to say you are close to us, even if we don't know your name, uh, unlike Ether John, because he, he talks to us a lot. But yeah, uh, we, we appreciate you listening. Um, we really do. It's, uh, you know, it's it's, you know, we started this thing um, like kind of on a lark and then and really just disrespected the craft of podcasting for, you know, close to a decade. And so, you know, for anyone that's still around, really appreciate it. Um, and to, you know, all the bands that send us stuff and, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, still going through it. Like, it's just hard to kind of keep up with all the submissions, uh, not to say that there's like an overwhelming amount, but just the inbox kind of like, you know, gets, but I still go through all the back catalog of stuff and still find stuff and still hope to kind of, you know, turn people onto good music. And like we always say, um, if you liked any of the bands, just, you know, you don't, don't even, you know, buy something if you can. If you can't, just follow them. Yeah. Just give them a follow, comment on Instagram, tweet at them. You know, we have their links. Dan Engler puts that stuff up on the, you know, show uh, links. And it just, it, it makes a big, makes a big difference. It, it makes us feel good. And then it makes the band feel good. And it's also, it's a good gauge for after this uh, stuff is all over. There are a lot of people playing music right now who can't make their living playing music and they're doing something else. But your connection and your encouragement to them or your following them lets them know that when this is all over, you, you're going to go see them or there, there, there is a possibility of them to return to the road and play music that they can't, they can't necessarily do it now, but your engagement helps them know that that, that day is not too far off. Yeah. So um, that's, that's really important. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and with that, we're going to, uh, wrap up the show. Um, oh, um, do you want to oh, talk about you... our, uh, our day change? Oh, shift. shift our shift. Change. Oh yeah. We're going to be, uh, sh changing the, uh, the day that this, uh, show comes out. I think, um, it's not gonna be Fridays anymore because we do want to, um, we, we do want to like incorporate new release, um, stuff, uh, into the show. Um, I've been wanting to do that for a while. And since we record on Thursdays and then like, it seems like there's a huge news drop every Friday. Yeah. Like, um, so, uh, we're going to start, uh, release on, on like, I think Monday or Tuesday. So you guys have us for the work week if you, uh, you know, keep up. And, uh, also I'm going to uh, have another podcast coming out, um, 
um, soon, but that's going to be coming out Fridays. That's called Let Me Watch Your Movie With You, where it's essentially I talk to people who uh, have been involved in making a movie, but it also acts as a uh, commentary track at the same time. It's so a really cool an, idea. Thanks. Yeah. So keep an eye out for that. Um, it's been a lot of fun to do. Uh, but uh, yeah, so um, that's a uh, keep an eye out for that. So don't fucking get angry at us. Daniel Cohn from Spin. Don't like lose your shit when we don't put out an episode uh, next Friday. <laughs> oh, yeah. How do we do this? Do we have, we have to do like a we have to put out an episode? Yeah. Next Tuesday. So we should record this weekend. Yeah. Well, hey, no one wants to see the strings. Um, <laughs> Let's uh, let's. Is that uh, a comment about ease? Uh, eels with eels, strings. Eels with strings. God, yeah. I love I love that fucking record so much. I felt real dumb when I was just uh, like uh, I was just like, you have two live albums. He's like, we have like nine. I was like, gosh, yeah. fuck. <laughs> I I think maybe this this should also be a, a new thing. Is like a post op where we say what we felt dumb about this episode. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have three things. I'm gonna yeah. let you yeah. guess what they are. Here's where I felt fucking dumb. Here's where I think you embarrassed me, and here's where I think that guy was a piece of shit. <laughs> so we're gonna triple the length of the podcast. Yes, <laughs> coming out on Tuesdays. Yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah. We're gonna end with a song that was submitted to us by Somerset Thrower. Um, it's a song called Too Rich to Die. Uh, if you like the music, go check them out. If you, uh, if you can, uh, let us know you're listening. Um, and, uh, yeah, if you want your music played on the show, Jonah Radio, R-A-Y-D-I-O at gmail.com. Uh, thanks everyone so much for listening. Thank you, Cash. Thank you, Neil. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Mark from Eels for being here. Here you go. Too Rich to Die. Sounds like the president. Am I right, guys? hey oh hey Goodbye.
This is David Bowen, and you're listening to Jonah Radio. Super freaky.